You're listening to a very special Longbox Crusade episode, the 12 Days of Crusademus 2020. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Bound Entertainment. Omaha Bound is your best choice for hard binding those special comics in your collection. The guys at Omaha Bound do only the best high quality binding and this might be the best part. They custom design every cover so every single hardcover they design is unique. In short, when you get your comics hardbound with Omaha Bound, you'll know that you have a truly one-of-a-kind collection. In addition to binding, they also sell special trade collections of hard-to-find comics. All this is available on their website, which is at omahabound.com. Treat yourself to all those special comics right. Go to omahabound.com today. Thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me is finding a Christmas tree. The second thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The third thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, hangovers, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. Sending Christmas cards, hangovers, rigging up the lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The fifth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, five months of bills. Sending Christmas cards, hangovers, rigging up the lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The sixth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me Facing my in-laws Five months of bills I hate those Christmas cards Hangovers Rigging up these lights And finding a Christmas tree The seventh thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me The salvation army Facing my in-laws Five months of bills Sending Christmas cards. Oh, jeez. I'm trying to rig up these lights. And finding a Christmas tree. Twelve rues are rusing. Hello and welcome to the twelfth and final installment of the 12 Days of Crusademus for 2020. Woo! Brought to you by the Lombax Crusade. Wow, can you guys believe it? We've made it to December 25th. Woo, it's Christmas Day. The snow is on the ground, the fire is crackling. We've gotten up at the crack of dawn so we can get this episode in, edited, and out the door to your little hands. So, we hope you enjoy this one. The 12 Days of Crusamus is our gift to the comic-loving podcast community to celebrate the holiday season. And we have been celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some of the overlooked comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past. Each day of the 12 Days of Crusademus 2020, we have brought you a new hidden gem of a comic series. Brought to you either by one of our Jingling All the Way co-hosts or one of our podcast celebrity guests. Until we get all the way to today, December 25th, Christmas Day. Woo! I'm your host for this 12th Day of Crusademus, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Christmas Christinados Kringle. That's a lot of that's a mouthful right there. <laughs> a lot of syllables involved yes. in that. Almost like a, almost like a ruse rusing there, right? <laughs> hey, don't make me say that. Say again, you know. Like, <laughs> and here with me are the right jolly old elves joining me around this fire with some hot cocoa and candy canes and leftover ray guns in their hands. 
for today's final unwrapping. Let's go ahead and see who's around the fire with me. And we're going to start with the fella on my left. And that's going to be Delvin, the Dark Web Williams. How are you? Merry Christmas, Delvin. I'm glad you're here with me. Merry Christmas, Pat. I don't even have a bit today. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful that somehow we have put together. This will be four years of this. Four, four years. 18, 19, four years of this. That's pretty dang incredible, actually. And so, yeah. And in this crazy, topsy-turvy, just insane year that we've had, uh, this has been a source of sanity, of insane sanity because we're, we're, we're a little nuts sometimes but it, it's something that i have come to rely on as a constant and i have just uh, really enjoyed it so uh thank you very much guys and merry christmas oh that merry was christmas. nice that was nice of you delvin and i want to say a big thank you to delvin this was delvin's big adventure for the year was editing all of the 12 days of crusamus he did the edit cleanup for those <sighs> got them ready Oh, yeah. Just in time, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see who's next to Delvin on the couch. Hey, you know, a couple space between you two. We got Jared. Oh, Well, you guys want to be together. You can be together. Whatever. Come on, it's not, buddy. It's not going close. You got a social distance. This is social distance, Chris. You got a mask. Let's do it. It's cool, baby. Come on, Come cuddle with COVID MJ. COVID's the least of your concerns, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You've been lucky to roll COVID on these dice, baby. Could you imagine going to the dog is like, like, no, nah, I'm not even worried about COVID. Like, you see, there's MJ that we never mind. Pat, you got Let's go. We're hijacking. <laughs> Sitting next to you is the one, the only, Jarrett Albrick. Deco. I wanted to be like Delwyn and just be sentimental and not have a bit, but I've got a bit, so here we go. <laughs> well, you, you've had 11 of them, and you might as well finish up with the 12. Pat, what day did you say this is? Christmas Day. Oh, that I haven't missed it. You there, you there, Weasel Skull, take this coin and go buy the biggest Taco Bell combo pack you can find. Merry Christmas, everyone! It's a quarter. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> what kind of combo pack am I going to buy with a quarter, you cheap Well, you know, like the lady said in the movie Friday, make it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. <laughs> that was my uh, Ebenezer Scrooge wakes up on uh, Christmas Day routine. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. It was very reminiscent of it, I thought, yep. Especially when he ordered the taco there, the tacos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, he went with a yeah. goose. Where do you get a goose these days? I don't even know. Yeah, just get a yeah, get a twelve pack of tacos. <laughs> right for Why a not? quarter. <laughs> for a quarter. Yeah, or get those five buck lunch. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk to Jason the Weasel Skull Albrick. How are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Pat. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's been a crazy year, but here we all are, and another year down, and it's just good to be with you guys. I don't like Delvin. I don't have anything uh, sarcastic or witty to say. I said it on every other episode up till now, but now it's time to get serious and remember what this season is all about. It's all about family. It's all about friends. And most of all, it's all about Sky Strikers. Mm. <laughs> Saw it coming. 
Out on you, Niles Mouthing Skyshark. Skyshark. But you already got one. That was the Christmas miracle of 2019. <laughs> you saw that kid, that commercial with those kids? They had like two apiece, man. They had two apiece. I want two apiece. I want a wingman for Ace. Ace needs a wingman. Uh, okay. I think it'll be Ace again, but you know, yeah. we'll call him Base. That'll we'll have Ace and Base. Ace, Ace and Base. I saw the sign. Come get me two Star Trekkers. All right. Pat, I just realized something. I started kind of a bit. I don't know if I've done it all year because, you know, we've been doing this over the last 12 days. Mm-hmm. Wink. But I was doing bad Christmas jokes, so I brought one if you want to hear one. Uh, you know what? Hmm. Sure. Well, why don't you lay it on us? Okay. Yesterday I cracked up, so. Yeah. You know, here we go. Why did Santa's helper go to the psychiatrist? Why did Santa's helper go to the psychiatrist? He had low elf esteem. Oh! <laughs> God bless us, everyone! Oh, Jason, boy. get the gorditas with cheese! <laughs> you gave me a quarter! Hot sauce. <laughs> I basically have to make a raid on Taco Bell and just steal some hot sauce packs right now. Just don't tell Clinton that we're getting tacos. Okay, we'll go with the taco platter. We'll mm-hmm. go get that after we're done here. As we celebrate the final... Day of Crusadeness. And as you guys have heard in the singing intro, today is 12 ruse a rusing, which means we're unwrapping ruse number one from 2001 Cross Gen Comics series. Here's a brief history of ruse. Ruse ran for 26 issues from November 2001 to January 2004 before it was forced to end by the bankruptcy of CrossGen. The first half of this series was written by Mark Wade, and the last half by Scott Beatty. Nearly the entire series featured pencils by Bush Geis. The series has been nominated for five Eisners and has won a number of awards, including 2002, Laura Dupuis, colorist, won the Eisner Award for Best Coloring. Woo! She's the next culinary bad colorist. Yeah, that's like winning the Glenna Sween Award. Yeah, right that, that's what they should call it, is the Glenna Sween culinary <laughs> bad colorist. Absolutely, they should call it that. Yeah. So some of the main reasons why I love this book or this series. It has a Sherlock Holmes vibe to it with a twist. There is mystery, action, and intrigue. The artwork and coloring, as we mentioned before, is really good. And the storytelling is well done, I think. So that's why I really enjoyed this series. Have any of you read any ruse comics from CrossGen before? We'll start with Jason. I have actually, Pat. When CrossGen came out, I kind of went all in on them. I'd like to actually delve a little bit into the backstory of that at some point in time. I don't know when they went bankrupt or how, but I really enjoyed the comics they were putting out. They had great titles and great artists. And just like you, I was a big Sherlock Holmes fan. So when this one hit the newsstands, I... um. I picked it up and uh, really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, it, I think it only lasted about uh, 20, probably about 27 issues. Certainly not much more than 25. But, but yeah, According to my notes earlier, it was about 26. Earlier. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking to my cat. But that's okay. 
cat was talking with you. I thought you were joking. <laughs> you were, he, he perfectly bracketed the target, though. He said between 25 and 25. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Belay all that. Yes, Pat. I have read Rude before. Got it right here. Really liked it. Thanks. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh-huh. Delvin, have you read any of Ruse? I had to get the laughs out, and they were still there. They're like right there at the at the cockle level, and I had to push them to the subcockle region. <sighs> you don't want your cockles to get mixed up or just dangle around. I, I I don't I don't. All right, yes, I have read Ruse, and I'm pretty sure I have a full run of it. I went looking for this series when you said that was the book you want. I was like, I think I have that. And sure enough, went and had Ruse number one. And I didn't check to see if I had the full run, but I definitely had uh, one. So I have read it. And very much like Jason, I was all aboard on CrossGen because they had some really cool creators. And I thought they had some really cool ideas for stories such as Ruse, such as Scion. I know I got both of those. And I think there's maybe one more of their series I got, but like, I liked it a lot, and I was definitely, like, I wish I knew the story behind the bankruptcy and everything, because it seemed like they had a really good idea and a concept from the start. Yeah, I brought Sojourn last year. That yep. was the yeah, other one. That's, that was, that the, was one. the other one. That's the other one. Sojourn, Sojourn yeah. Meridian. And there's when I was doing research for this before doing it, man, it brought me back to Jason's Sojourn one that we did for Crusade Miss. And I'm like, man, I got to start a reading project of CrossGen. And so I started digging around when things were getting released and how they came out and just it's a really cool concept i think that this universe that crossgen was kind of creating at the time was really cool and they had this you know this i don't want to say gift a specialty magic or whatever that the sigil that um each individual kind of had that brought them together so it's really cool jared have you read any of the ruse well pat i'm glad you asked i had not I believe this was one of the very few cross-gen comics that I did not dip a toe in. Oh. This is during my snobby period. Oh, okay. uh, You know, which is currently still running, but <laughs> it was God, basically... I wasn't going to say anything, but... I'm, I'm known to be fancy. Yes. But it was basically like, oh, okay, that looks interesting. The art looks good. I like the writer, but I'm not interested in a Sherlock Holmes knockoff book. Will he change his mind by the end of the episode? Let's find out. out. All right. Well, for today's episode, I asked the boys to read Ruse number one because it gets you right into the mystery and action of the series and introduces you into the characters and the world that it's building. When you have Mark Wade, you have Butch Geis, the nominated colorist going on. So just a great all-in-all story, and I think number one was the issue to just begin with to get everybody into it. With that, let me give you a quick summary of this particular issue, number one. The story opens as Archard is just about to solve another mystery case, but a chase begins across a rooftop and ends in a final confrontation between Archard and the murderer. Archard's partner, Emma, has the power to stop time in order to stop the kidnapped lady from falling through the roof. However, Archer is not aware of this gift that she has. Emma saves the kidnapped lady with the help of a gadget from Archer's cane, and the murderer is caught. Later on, Archer and Emma arrive at a mansion for a party to welcome a new person to Parkinson. 
The person is the mysterious Baroness Miranda Cross. Archer and Emma begin a new case about a fishing captain who was mysteriously killed on the docks. As they search the fishing docks, they are attacked by a mysterious man who Archer thinks is the murderer. Just as Archer gets the upper hand, the mysterious man disappears in a puff of smoke and lightning. They return to the docks later that night to talk to a police officer, but before they can, the police officer begins to be possessed and runs to a ship where, once inside, it blows up. Emma stops time again to save her and Archer, but she is not alone. Miranda Cross shows up to confront her about her powers and encourage her to continue to use them so it will make it easier for her to steal them. So what do you guys think of this issue, Jason? It had been a long time since I read this, so I was kind of looking at it with semi-fresh eyes. And boy, it was a page turner. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you mentioned Laura Dupuis winning the award for best colorist, because that's one of the first things that grabbed my attention when I opened it up. I was like, how gorgeous are these pages? Mm -hmm. You know, she just really made each page pop. So I really enjoyed the the story. I liked kind of the mystery ending, made me want to read more. And it dawned on me, I don't think I did ever read this entire series, even though I have the run of it. Okay. I think I ended up getting deployed and just kind of stopped after maybe two or three issues and kind of makes me want to go back and read it, yeah. which kind of gives a sneak peek of what my candy cane Ooh. score is going to be. I Ooh, maybe I picked a good one here. <laughs> you did. Delvin. Yeah, much like Jason... I know I've read it. I have it. Every comic book I have, I've read and didn't remember it. And so starting out with those first couple of pages and they went into writing the action and then it was even, they went so quickly to the action. And of course, Wade being a master storyteller did this on purpose where this whole grand mystery was set up and he was like, nope, is that dude? Yeah. <laughs> and, and immediately set it up so that the action began and then Emma stopped time and it's like, whoa, wait, oh, what, oh, what is, what is going on? So it was almost like, you, you know, you got your Watson and you got your Holmes and then there was the twist and not only a twist, that's just like a complete owl's head turn and I was just like, what? So immediately within the second page, the hook was in for me. And then they set up the mystery. They introduced Miranda to the story. And then sure enough, she made her very surprising reintroduction at the end of the book. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so you've got the Sherlock Holmes thing going on. But that undercurrent of that other mystery that's going on with the Watson, with Emma, is like, yeah, since people... Yeah, probably if you if they if you like Ruse, you've probably heard of it. I remember that eventually Archer figures this out because he's a brilliant detective. But I don't know how. I don't know the circumstances. I don't know when he does it. I just know that he does at some point. So I enjoyed it a lot. And it's like good grief between the authority that I brought yesterday and like any other series, I'm gonna have to read a lot of books and just yeah. sit down and because this was interesting and I and it wasn't that long of a run. It's only two years worth of comics. No, 26. And yeah, 26. Uh, somewhere between 25 and 27. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. Well, there were a few other issues or miniseries after this nice. that they did. Nice. I would be very interested in seeing this run. So, yeah, um, going to be good for me too. Very cool. Jerry. And there are gargoyles. 
Yeah, and that's one thing that I didn't mention is the gargoyles are actually, they're like in this universe of ruse, they're like the pigeons. So they're like common out in this area, in this town. Oh, thank you. They're like the pigeons. So, it, and people didn't think nothing of it here in the city and all that. They just think it's a normal kind of a, a bird, but they're gargoyles. And I thought that was really cool, this, the way that was. Jared, what's your thoughts? Oh, Pat, I'm glad you asked. I didn't read it. Hope to have it read by next Crusadus. Okay, well, you are going to be visited by the issue of issue present, the issue of issue past, and the issue of what was to be a future. All right, I read it. I read it. It was pretty darned good. I think Butch Geis is a phenomenal penciler that maybe doesn't get brought mm-hmm. up in conversation quite enough. His inker or embellisher, as they talked about in the back of the book, which I thought was really cool how they gave everybody old-timey backstories and old-timey titles and photos, was really great. So the inking was great. The coloring was great. Freaking lettering was great. The misanthropic protagonist, if I could put together a bunch of big words, were all very cool. Definitely won me over the minute he decided to take time away from his conversation to go trip the butler. (laughs) Yes. You know. He deserved it. Because, <laughs> you know, he was pilfering. Yeah. Uh, but no, man, this is one of those things where, yeah, I, I turned the corner. I was like, first, I was like, I don't want to read a Sherlock Holmes knockoff. That was a stupid, snobby decision. Mm. Now I see there's so much more to it with the extra layer of powers and there's something else going on here. But there's definitely enough Holmes vibe to keep someone who's in the Holmes interested. And then with a little bit of that extra spin, you know how I feel about that stuff, putting a little mm-hmm. bit of wackiness and was something that we kind of know already like historical fiction so yeah it it was really good and i'm glad you picked it maybe my favorite pick that you've done but you did bring usagi ujimbo and that was quite good as well and the anchor for this that i did not mention was mike perkins mike perkins that's right i tried to remember his name but i don't have the book in front of me but yeah he did a wonderful job yes you mentioned butch geiss's artwork what I really liked about the artwork, besides it really looking nice, was the layouts in this. Oh, yeah. They really the, unique layouts. The double page layouts, and you read from left to right across the whole double page, and it just made that story run a lot smoother and faster for me when I was reading it through. I thought that was really cool how they did that. Oh, I, I noticed it. I heavily considered, hey, on the next comic that you know me and Mighty Mark Hatherley do together, see what he thinks about maybe doing some double page layout, stuff like that. Why not, you know, steal a perfectly good idea? Yeah. I thought it was really cool and helped the story along. Did you guys know that Butch Geis was also Jackson Geis? I'd heard of mm-hmm. Jackson Geis yeah, before. I... He was the dude who did Deathlock. Yeah. When they redid Deathlock in the 90s. And I remember the name Jackson Geis, and I just thought that they were related. But Yeah, it's just a yeah. nickname, like Butch, you know, or, or you know, Chuck Dixon. I think yeah. might have been known as Charles Dixon at one point. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think... Which guys ended up getting on a Superman book, too, for a while. I don't remember which one, but I think that's where I first encountered him. Yeah, there's a lot of great people that put the whole cross-gen universe kind of together. A lot of great writers and artists that were a, a part of this. So that's what makes this universe kind of really unique and interesting that I think about when I was going back through and li- looking at this stuff. And Mark Wade, being the storyteller that he is, you can't go wrong with this issue. Hey, Pat, just want to add, uh, since Jared mentioned it, on the wiki page, notable works were Action Comics. Ding! The Flash, oh. The Micronauts, and, of course, Ruse. There you go. There you go. 
Thank you, Delvin, the dark web. <laughs> Bringing us information from the web and beyond. Now it's time to rate your interest in this series using the official Crusademus Candy Cane Scale. And it's on a scale of 1 to 12 candy canes. 12 being extremely interested and 1 being no interest at all. You didn't like it. Bah humbug. And we haven't really had a lot of bah humbugs this year. So how many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title? And boys, it's the last day of Christmas. Mm, trying to butter it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Feel free to let out any extra joy, happiness, thankfulness, what have you. <laughs> it is a time of gift giving and receiving, me being the receiver. <laughs> I think we see where you're going with this. Oh, okay. Sorry. Doesn't uh, take Archer to put this one together. We, oh. we've, got, we've got it all figured out. <laughs> no worries going on here. Yes. I, I tried. <laughs> I tried to dupe you guys, but Jared. How many candy canes would you give Ruse number one? Well, you know, I went into this thinking I would probably be the guy to give it the least amount because I knew Jason was big on it. I knew you liked it, of course. And I was pretty sure Delvin was in on some Ruse, too. So I thought, I'm going to be the boat anchor on this. Then I read it. I'm really interested in reading more. I'm not going to pass up on them. I would consider buying a full run if I find a good deal on eBay. Mm -hmm. That's going to land me at a solid 11 out of 12, Pat. Oh, very cool. I'm very happy with that. I'll take your 11 and see if Jason or Delvin can raise it. The 11 plus the quarter I gave Jason might be able to pick up a 12 candy cane. Oh, <laughs> well, let's find out, Jason. And some tacos. <laughs> well, no to the tacos, but yeah, I did pick up that 12 candy cane. I'll go ahead and spell it out. Humor gave it full marks, gave it the three. Really got a kick out of how everybody was <laughs> oh, messing yeah. up Emma's name. And then Miranda actually gets it right. She's like, no, it's a- well, no, actually it is. <laughs> you actually got it right. Kind of the uh, the banter between she and Archer were, was funny with his kind of stoic, almost Vulcan-like mm-hmm. personality. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was funny. So full marks there. Uh, Hart, one issue, really established the relationship between Emma and Archer. I think that that just speaks volumes. Obviously, there's a lot of tenderness. There's care. There's concern. You get that right off the bat. Well done. Very hard to do in one issue, but they pulled it off brilliantly. Spectacle. Had a great chase scene right out of the get-go. Uh, had a interesting little ballroom party scene that had some good comical moments. Had some good mystery investigations. Some really good like clues and things like that. A, a really good mystery for a comic mm-hmm. book. So, I mean, all the elements are there for a great story. And then we've already talked about the art. I don't need to say anything more about it other than just fantastic. I was just kind of perusing through the internet webs. Saw that CrossGen was very big on the artists working in tandem on the book. They didn't have an artist, the penciler working on one piece and then sending it somewhere remotely to the anchor who sends it somewhere remotely to the colors at the end. They work together. They collaborate together, and so that's one of the reasons why every one of their books, cross-gen book, is just so well put together, and it it shows. Mm -hmm. Um, Full marks across the board, 12 candy canes for me. I've actually ordered and have the full run at this point now, so I'm going to get red. You know, I will. Cool. Very good. I think there's a few that I'm missing later on in the series that uh, I think once I get that, this might be a a run that I want to bind, you know? 
get with Omaha Bound and bind this. I know some people who can do that. Yeah, yeah I, I seriously was uh, going to do that. You know, once they uh, once they get through their backlog, I'll probably yeah. make that happen. <laughs> and of course, Omaha Bound caps it at twenty five issues of binding. Well, yeah, that's what twenty six issues. <laughs> yeah, but with the miniseries, you with a couple miniseries, you can probably you know even it's a good two volume get, set. Yeah, yeah, you can I think nice that'd be cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and worth your money. Yeah. Uh, Tim and the boys. Oh over yeah! At Can you imagine what Tim would do with it? Oh man! Mm. No, mm. I got to see this. I got to see this. Mm. All right, Delvin, we're gonna end it with you. How many candy canes will you give Rouge number one? Hmm. Well, I mean, I can't rate it low. I already have the MF, right? <laughs> I, I, I kind of was a dead giveaway, but seriously, what got me and th- mm-hmm. that way that you want a comic book to get you, particularly on a reread. Is that you? You weren't just flipping like, yeah, yeah, okay, yep, yep, all right, I'm ready. Like page two was like, oh, she can stop time. <laughs> I'd forgotten. I'd completely yeah. forgotten about that. It's like so. Emma is not only just a sidekick, or you know, she's more of the star of this. Yeah, she yeah, is. She is something special, and we are going to find out how special she is. So it's very interesting that she, like, like you just said, was a, she is the star. It doesn't seem like she is. It seems like Archer would be the star, but he's not. It's really her, even though he thinks it is. So very, very good. And you know what the heck? It's Christmas Day. I don't know if I've ever given a book of 12, so let's do it now. Oh, uh, see, all that buttering up worked, didn't it? Ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I almost took one off to be petty, to be honest. Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> but All right, moving on, moving on. Pat, <laughs> <laughs> if I may. I recently watched the movie The Accountant, Ben Affleck, and oh, sure. I believe Anna Kendrick. And as I read this comic, I thought that would be an excellent duo to make a movie oh, out of this. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking this. I would, I would watch a Ben Affleck, Anna Kendrick, <laughs> put them back together again. That's that's a good. You know, would be not necessarily a movie, but like a Netflix kind of mm-hmm, short yeah, series. Definitely, that definitely. way you could kind of play this whole game out over. You know, six to twelve, or, or or maybe more. You know, maybe two seasons. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. That's a good idea. I, like I don't. It. I don't want you to think your butter up powers work or anything. But I'm not boat anchoring this. I'm not going to be the low ball. So, Jason, get that quarter. Give me that extra candy cane. I'm bumping to twelve. <laughs> Full twelve. Oh, oh, twelve. That's worth quarter. That is worth. Don't quarter. forget the tacos. <laughs> oh, I need more than quarter. You know, I think. Somebody in one of the Crusaders Angels just got their wings. <laughs> but no tacos. <laughs> no, no tacos. You know, if you... I tell you what, I'm buying tacos. If you, tacos. Listen, if you <laughs> listeners out there join the Crusaders Club for just a dollar, we'll we can get, get tacos. tacos. <laughs> we can get, yeah, we can get Jason some tacos. We <laughs> don't have to go and knock off the, the Taco Bell nearby. <laughs> you know Please, what? sir, can I have some more? <laughs> if we can just get one more and one more patreon then i think i'm gonna get orange whips for everybody orange whip orange whip orange whip orange whip three orange whips (laughs) with whipped cream (laughs) all right well let me just give one last recommendation and i think you guys did it with the 12s but let me just tell you a few more things that i've learned this critically acclaimed series was known for complex plots the witty repertoire between the two protagonists and being of an unusual genre in comic books, the Victorian-era detective fiction. Along with great art and color work makes this series stand out and a must-read. 
in my opinion. All right. Well, with that, that will wrap up today's gift giving session of the 12 Days of Crusademus. We'd love to hear from you if you are familiar with any of the comics we have covered here on the show, or if you give one of our recommendations a try. Let us know what you think. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Longbox Crusade, or you can send us an email at contact at longboxcrusade.com. And if you're loving Crusademus and didn't get a chance to listen last year, if you scroll far enough back on the feed, you can find all 12 episodes from Crusademus 2019, 2018, and even when it began, 2017. Oh, so many years ago. Mm. Man. That will wrap up the 12 Days of Crusademus 2020. Please let us know if you listen to all 12 Crusademus episodes by using the hashtag, hashtag Crusademus Warrior. Delvin. Hashtag Crusademus Warrior. Jared. Hashtag Crusademus Warrior and God bless us, everyone. Jason. Hashtag Crusademus Warrior. Thank you. That was without tacos. Yes. Imagine if he did have tacos with the hot sauce. Woo! We would like to say thank you so much to our guests that stopped by the LBC Network Studio to hang with us around the fireplace, sipping hot cocoa and talking about a favorite comic of theirs. We had Clinton Robinson. We let him out out of the basement for the first day. Then we had Dave Collins, Joe November, Michael Bailey, Gene Hendricks, John and Maggie, Bradford Morin, and Max Traver. I'd also like to give our extended LBC crew family a big thank you and a chance to send their holiday greetings to our listeners for this year. What a great year it has been as we extended onto the family with some additional people. We'll start with Clinton Robinson from Fan Film Fridays. from the basement. It's me, the confined yet caffeinated Clinton Robison, wishing everybody out there a wonderful Crusademus and happy holidays from myself and, of course, Fan Film Fridays. I'd like to take just a moment to thank not only everyone who has joined me this year to record, but also all the listeners. You're the real reason this show keeps going, and I kind of suspect one of the main reasons I keep finding myself unable to escape the basement. But I'd also want to send a special bit of thanks to everybody on the LBC network, but especially Jared, Jason, Delvin, and of course Pat, for allowing me to put out a show on this network and being such welcoming landlords, or prison guards, or whatever you want to call it. Either way, I'm rambling into Jason Link territory here, so I'll just reiterate a wish for a wonderful holiday season to everyone listening, and ask some of you to come and let me out of here. Hey, hey, Jared, no. No, I'm recording. Jared, leave the wires alone. Don't touch the... Let's continue on with John and Maggie from Transformer Chronicles. Hello from the Shaper Hameses on this crusade mix. We had a very simple and sincere message we were going to share, but at the last second, Maggie decided it needed a little more pizzazz. One more time, boys. One and two and a... So, on brand, she is now trying to teach squirrels to sing. They're chipmunks. Wait, did you make little outfits for them? When did you have time to do that? Here, help me get this little ball cap on this one. 
That one's enough of a prima donna as it is. Maggie, we can't have woodland critters in the house. They're cute, plus they're getting better. <sighs> well, from all of us here at Married with Comics and Cartoons, we wish everyone the happiest of holidays and the best of all wishes for the new year. Okay, boys, last chance now. My God. And our new addition this year, Rick Heineken from Monthly Monday Movie Muckabout. Greetings from the LBC Attic and the official film locker of the Longbox crew. While this year may not have turned out the way we were expecting, the podcasting community has made it just a bit more enjoyable. I want to thank all of my guests that have been on my show during this year. Nicholas Prom, Jared Albrecht, Tim Price, Waffles, Steve Platts, Clinton Robinson, Max Traver, Delvin Williams, Maggie Schaefer-Hames, Gene Hendricks, and TJ Swint. And thanks to all of those that I recorded episodes with that are coming out next year. I also want to thank all the listeners, fans, and Patreon supporters. And a big thank you to the LBC team for letting me eat all this popcorn without sharing it with them. Happy holidays to you all. Now excuse me while I get back to my die-hard marathon to celebrate this festive season. Now I have a machine gun. Oh, oh. And our latest edition, Gene Hendricks, from the LBC Irregulars. Hey everyone, Gene Gene the Podcast Machine here to wish you a glad Yule, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, or a wonderful solstice celebration of your choice. I want to thank each and every one of you for supporting the network in this past very weird year, and I hope everyone has a happy, healthy, and safe 2021. Wassail! Thank you for listening, everyone, and Merry Christmas from the LBC crew here in the festively decorated Lombox Crusade Studios. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good read. DJ Cristados, play one of my favorite Christmas jams. Wickedy, 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 wack, wack. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Snowballs flying through the air Crash my sled, but I don't care Nothing in this world can make me blue No Snowmen out on the front lawn Lift their hands and sing along Merry Christmas to you Merry Christmas to you Oh yeah Paul snores loud as a choir Stockings hung above the fire You got socks and I got a kazoo Cookies baking in the stove Let's go hang by the mistletoe Merry Christmas to you Christmas only comes but once a year The happiest of days is finally here So come on, sing it out Merry Christmas to you.
you know who And above it all the angels sing Glory, glory to the King and a Merry Christmas to you All songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. I got a little package from, uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. How about too Stormylicious for you, baby? Stormylicious, that's my new word. <laughs> Stormylicious. <laughs> what are we doing here tonight? Ah, I'm waiting on Pat to take Chill out. control. <laughs> I was just updating the script, and I just sent it to you guys. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Looking at that Because I, don't read, I, don't I was script. proud of my shorter <laughs> synopsis. Mm, speaking oh, of which. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These guys tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red alert. <laughs> which brings you to panel six. <laughs> it's too bad. That I just sent you the script that I'm not going to read off. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, I forgot he had to do a synopsis. And if I were Barry Gibb, it'd be like, He says it's short, but it's all a. Rouge. <laughs> Rouge. 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 What? Remember? Rouge. Just we talked about yeah. it. It's just like the shoes you had in the eighties. Rouge. Oh, those were good shoes, man. I like those. I should have a zipper. Had the zipper. Yeah, you could tell. No one could tell you nothing with the zipper. <laughs> All right, your eyes ready? Let's do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, let's do it. Do it. I'm gonna go on mute. <laughs> Open up your mouth and make sure you do it a mute. I don't want to hear you say something that makes me puke. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. 12. Oh, I got to say that. <laughs> Ruses rusing. Ruses rusing. Oh boy. <laughs> I, this, I can't say this word. He brought the cover. <laughs> In my mind, I just, I say it the way I say it, and that's the way it is. 12. Rouge a rouging. I said nope. it again. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs>
Ruse. Ruse. Yes. Okay. Yes. That. <laughs> One more time. Uh, you can do it, Pat. I believe in yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> 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 Jason, get the nachos with the sour cream and the extra. Well, at least give me another quarter. I'm down ten bucks. It's, it's a it's it's sixpence. I don't know British currency. Sixpence, none the richer. I think that's twenty five dollars. I don't. It's know. A half a shilling. <laughs> any of these? That's a farthing. Uh, do you take uh, galaxy credits? Right. I can ask. <laughs> Somebody laugh at Pat's joke. We don't even get low elf no, speed. Whatever. Yes, please. <laughs> Galaxy credits. Uh, <laughs> you saved the show. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, it's killing me. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Oh. We can oh. talk about comics soon. No, we got to. Here we go. We There's told a fleece. reason they say, I got fleeced. There's yeah. a reason that that <laughs> phrase exists. That's it. They got the only time you should say fleece is when you're saying Merry Christmas. Yeah. Fleece, fleece Navidad. Fleece Navidad. <laughs> Almost as bad as my Elf Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sell that. fleece yes. once again. Yes. You know what? Man, I could bring that to Gotham. You know what? In the cold winters oh, of Gotham. Oh, SMT. You're going to sell yeah. some fleece. Yeah, yeah, maybe I can start selling some fleece there. And, uh, you know, for Christmas time, and I'll have my store called Feliz Navidad Cristatos Christmas <laughs> store <Stop>. and Emporium. Because <laughs> no. I have the Emporium, which means I can sell lots of different other stuff going on. A lot of the one and out yeah. takes. Yeah. <laughs> Actual episode going to be like 14 and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to wrap up today's gift-giving session for the 12 Days of Crusademus. He's drunk. Yeah, session. Session. <laughs> I'm here giving a session. Give me some tacos. <laughs> no freaking tacos. I, got. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't even get you. I mean, gift-giving session, that's not even a tongue twister. Just, one more time. <clears throat> All right, who's sticking around to help me clean up here? Uh, well, oh, I gotta get going. Uh, I promised Mary Jane I'd ride right home. Mary Jane, I'd ride home. I already said I'd get I know what she has me. <laughs> what? Wait, oh, you guys said you would. We'll carpool. We'll Uber. We'll all Uber. <laughs> <sighs> Another year. Another year. <laughs>